comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. <laughs> Welcome to Going Over. Bet Pro Wrestling Podcast, the number one betting on pro wrestling podcast in the universe. I'm Vintown. This is a Scotsman. Scotsman, how you doing? I'm doing amazing, mate. I mean, look at the wrestling we've had over the last week. Two incredible pay-per-views, both completely full of match the year candidates. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. It's a great time to be alive. Well, I, I remember one show like that, but uh, you have to fill me in on the other one. Do you not remember Super Showdown? It was so good. Ricochet he fought his heart out against Brock Lesnar before ultimately um, losing, you know, in a hard-fought battle. You had Goldberg, my favorite wrestler of all time, destroying The Fiend. It was just fantastic. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic for my betting. I know that. Uh, Super Showdown, I went 4-1 and one with plus... 5.54 units. Uh, the big win there, of course, was the man, Goldberg. For your favorite wrestler, though, you seem to have bet against him. Yeah, that was not good at all. I ba- I backed the, the Fiend in that one. I thought he was going to win um, F Vince McMahon. But it is one of those matches. That actually cost me. I would have actually profited if I hadn't, pretty much, if I hadn't bet that match at all. However... In hindsight, yes, Goldberg was the right call. That's one thing with wrestling betting is sometimes you have to take yourself out of it. And last week, I didn't. I was involved too much in it. And um, it's so hard to describe, but you just have to look at what the business plan is. And Goldberg winning business-wise was the right plan. That was the correct betting move by you. Well done, I guess. Well, uh, the internet might not agree with you that it's the uh, correct move, but I definitely do. Uh, the Fiend is a joke. I want to say it again. Goldberg is the man. Uh, it was nice to see the good guys win for once. WCW for life. At least I called the Buddy Muffet being involved in the finish of the tag match. I was so proud of that one. You know, I did the research. I saw he was involved in the previous finishes. I went with that one. And it was it was almost stupid how I was jumping around my living room celebrating Buddy Muffet being pinned. Like, I was just so excited he was involved in the match in one way or the other in the finish. Uh, yeah, him and Rollins uh, got the win there and then lost the titles on Raw this week, which we'll get into later. Our other pay-per-view this past week was AEW Revolution. Uh, we both uh, made a profit on this one. You actually went 3-0 and plus 3.81 units, while I was 2-2 two and two, uh, for plus 1-4. I think my AEW history prior to this podcast is actually perfect. Like, I'm pretty sure that I'm something like 11-0 in AEW. It's... Probably because their booking makes sense, so it makes easy makes it easier for it to bet rather than just whatever crap WWE come up with decision wise. So yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm like ten and all or eleven and all in AEW. So that's pretty darn cool. A lot of big things out of that show, um, but honestly, I was there live. The greatest match I've ever seen in my entire life: Kenny Omega and Page versus the Young Bucks. Not only was it the best match I've ever seen, it was a plus 170 winner for both of us. Uh, it was great to see. I hear it was actually even better watching on TV compared to being there live from all the reports I've read. So you actually kind of missed out on that one. Well, I did make a small cameo on television so I can see that being more fun to watch for you. Yeah, I think Dave took a whole star rating off after seeing your ugly ass face on there. So we, that was uh, AEW Revolution was our fourth episode. So for year to date, I am plus three point nine five units. 
Scotsman, you um with a big thank you to Charlotte Flair, our plus eight point one five units. If you bet our tips, you would be making money. Now, every single month, every event, I post on Reddit and I say, hey, here's here are the betting odds. What does somebody say every single time we post these odds? Well, you're stupid if you bet on wrestling. Only an idiot would bet on wrestling. Um, no, no. you're the idiot because you're not making money. If you bet $100 on all of my bets, you'd be plus $395 right now. I don't know about you, but I could use an extra $395. How about you, Scots? Well, what a lot of people don't get about betting on wrestling is that it's a variance. There's practically little variance in wrestling, you know? Like, it's not like NHL where a power play can completely affect something, or a penalty kill can affect something, or an injury can affect something, or a goalie getting replaced by a Zamboni driver can affect something, or golf where a little bit of wind, just the tiniest little bit at the wrong time can affect something, or NFL, where biased referees affect something, or basketball, where, well, you know how it is with basketball. You can see a game looking like it's going to go over, and then nothing happens in the last few minutes. I mean, every every sport has incredible variance, except wrestling. The only thing you're really concerned about with wrestling is, for WWE especially, how will Vince McMahon book it? Most of the time, if you look at the decisions in wrestling, even the ones that are upsets... They make sense in hindsight. So betting on wrestling actually, as crazy as it sounds, probably one of the safest uh, sports you can bet on. Exactly. I'm so sick of small-minded people not wanting to do it. But that if you're listening to this podcast, you're not one of those people. You're smart. You're cool. You bet wrestling and you make money. Yeah, let's go right now with Elimination Chamber and try and win some money on that. Before we do... I have the best overall record, so I will do the advertisement this week from one of my own websites. I will promote a high-variance sports website in golfbettingtips.org, where I just had not one, not two, not three, but four-time winners this week, Booker T-style. Golfbettingtips.org if you want you know, to win money on golf. Yeah, betting golf is great because the odds are always in your favor. Yeah, I've paid for a few long distance flights with that actually there was one lpga one a couple of years ago where i won a, a 75 to 1 bet and i made almost 10 grand off it and i was actually flying to scotland that week and because of that one bet i upgraded from coach class to first class it's that's what golf's the best for is they're always you don't win as many but when you do win they're always big winners okay well speaking of first class it's a first class wwe pay-per-view it's elimination chamber what are you excited to see on this show? I'm excited to see this whole card. This is going to be the best pay-per-view of the year, guaranteed. I mean, maybe not best pay-per-view of the year. It's got a lot to follow up on. But it is going to be right up there quality-wise with Super Showdown. I can say this about Elimination Chamber. There is definitely matches on this card. So let's get into those. Uh, let's start off with a no-disqualification match. Alistair Black, minus 155, taking on AJ Styles, who is plus 110. AJ Styles is rumored to be facing The Undertaker, but if you watch Raw, he's going to face Mark Wahlberg? Uh, I don't know. AJ just did get the pin on Alistair Black in a gauntlet match yesterday. What do you think about this one? Well, Black has been protected by Paul Heyman going up to this week's Raw, and then he lost. Of course, he lost via means where... He was able to take the pin without being buried. However, he, going into this one with AJ Styles, 
I, I have to think AJ has to win because he is fighting Undertaker and you would think they would build him up. It is no DQ. Undertaker could come out and give him a crappy choke slam and that's it just like we saw at Super Showdown. So I'm very conflicted in this one because I, I, I feel like Black has been protected enough that yes he should win and AJ can take the loss but AJ's fighting Taker man surely he wins. Yeah I agree. 100% agree with you. AJ Styles lost to The Undertaker. He needs to get some some heat under him if they're going to make this match feel like it matters. So AJ Styles has to win here. The no DQ can mean that Gales and Anderson can interfere on his behalf. Or, or it could mean somebody else interferes to set up a match for his Aleister Black at WrestleMania. But AJ Styles is definitely winning this this one. It's probably my biggest bet of the night. I'm going to go three units on AJ Styles. I'm just going to do one unit because even though it seems to be AJ versus Taker, perhaps to do something with AJ and OCE versus Black Undertaker and a third person, or even a two versus three. So I feel like I am obligated to bet AJ, but I'll only do one unit on AJ Styles. Okay, up next we have a very depressing match for me. A uh, three-on-one match for the Intercontinental title. Braun Strowman is a minus 500 favorite, taking on Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn, who are plus 300 collectively. This is not good for wrestling fans, is it? I Especially after Super Showdown, and then, of course, with uh, Ricochet and what happened to him, and Monday Night Raw, and Ricochet and what happened to him... It's not a good time for wrestlers who are talented, I guess. Yeah, to me, it's just like, this is unnecessary. A one-on-one match will always be more interesting than a three-on-one match. Because you're always just looking for a reason for the one to win. You know, and this is the kind of stuff that I just hate about WWE. Cesaro's probably the best wrestler in the world who never gets to show it. Sami Zayn has been my favorite wrestler, was my favorite wrestler for a long time. And this company has turned him into Jimmy Hart. And Shinsuke Nakamura, I mean, you can talk about Tanahashi and Okada all you want. Nakamura is the one that put New Japan on the map for an American audience. He's the one that got us there. Maybe Okada's the one we like now, but it was Nakamura who made us check it out in the first place, I think. Yeah, um, this match is just extremely depressing in, in terms of what will happen. I know you theorized earlier about something about Sheamus. What was that? Okay, so the only thing that I could come up with to make this interesting is, you know, Braun Strowman doesn't really have a WrestleMania direction. You got Sheamus back in the picture who is getting a big push right now. A few years ago, Sheamus was the man fighting Roman Reigns. He was the leader of the League of Nations, wrestlers from all over the world. Uh, Nakamura, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, and Sheamus would really fit that mold again if they wanted to kind of bring that group back. Put Sheamus in charge of the best wrestlers in the world and haven't faced Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. Is that worth a one unit bet at plus 300? Sure. I'll do one unit at plus 300. I agree with you. Everything you said about Sheamus makes sense. I know I'm completely wrong here. I know in hindsight I'm going to be kicking myself or wasting one unit on this. But yes, one unit on Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn. Yeah, I mean, this show, it needs some some drama, something exciting to happen, and Looking at the card, that's this might be the best place for something like that to happen. Wait a minute. We've also got the Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo match for excitement. How could you not be excited for something amazing like that once in a lifetime? Yeah, I guess we'll go to that match now. Andrade 
U.S. champion making his return from a drug test failure for something. Uh, he's one, minus 139 taking on Humberto Carrillo. Anything you see in this one? Title change, perhaps? I think so. Carrillo has been chasing a title forever. Do it here? I think so. They have to. They're, I would think they're going for Carrillo versus Garza at WrestleMania. And I believe they've just had to take the long way round because of the Andrade suspension. So yes, I am quite happy. Carrillo's a plus 100 right now and Andrade's minus 139. I'm happy to bet one, u- one unit on Carrillo, especially with the wellness policy failure. I'm sure they want to get a title off Andrade. So yes, one unit on Creole, and I think I'll be mad at myself for not betting more, actually. I'm going to be against you here. I'm going to go one unit on Andrade. He could be the star of this company if they got behind him. Um, I think this could set up something with Andrade, Carrillo, Garza, and Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania, which would be a ton of fun. You know, keep the title on the heel. Keep it going to WrestleMania. I'm just going to go one unit on Andrade at minus 139. We also have a Raw World Tag Team Championship match. The new champions, the Street Profits at minus 250, taking on Rollins and Murphy at plus 175. The Street Profits won the titles from Rollins and Murphy on Monday Night Raw yesterday, and now they face each other this Sunday. What's going on here? I have absolutely no idea what is going on. I have no idea of what they're doing. It was based on the reaction by the crowd. It was definitely the right time to give the Profits the title belts. The question is if it's just a transition and Rollins and Murphy win it back or not, or if they're going to keep it on the Profits. I mean, you can see them go both ways here. You can see them just doing it for a one-night pop, get people talking, then get it back on Rollins and Murphy. But you could also see them looking at the reaction the fans had to the Profits and be like, hey, we got something here. We shouldn't blow it. In which case, they'll probably blow it and give it back to Rollins and Murphy. Yeah, I think that the Street Profits are probably going to win, maybe with some more interference. I think Seth Rollins is earmarked for a singles match at WrestleMania, so these tag team titles need to be on someone else. That said, I could see them trading them back and forth a couple more times between now and WrestleMania, you know, build the Street Profits up some more. I'm I'm not going to be doing any betting here. It just is what it is. Yeah, Rollins and Murphy plus 175 you would think value but with WrestleMania down the road I can't see it and the profits at minus 250 knowing WWE's history knowing the way things they do I can't see betting that one either okay and then we have two elimination chamber matches on this show the first one let's go with the Smackdown tag team championship elimination chamber match the champions Morris and Miz are minus 200 taking on the New Day plus 367 Usos plus 367 Heavy Machinery plus 1100, Ziggler and Rude plus 1500, and Lucha House Party. Did you know they were still on SmackDown at plus 10,000? I didn't know this was still in the company. There's also a lot of prop bets on this one. We won't go through them all, but there's things like who's going to get the most eliminations, who's the last eliminated participant, who's the first team eliminated, what team stays longest in the match. We, we won't cover all of them, but if you do want to check out all the prop bets for this and the Women's Elimination Chamber match, go to betwrestlingpodcast.com and click the link to 888. They're the one with the prop bets up right now. As for this match itself, it's hard to see Morrison and Miz losing the titles. It is WWE. They do things like that. They just had them win the titles and then lose on SmackDown to the Usos in a non-title match. So it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. 
I do think they will retain though. I have three bets for this one. I'm going with two units on Miz and Morrison retaining just because I think they can carry them into Mania, plus it's Miz, who's my boy when it comes to betting. That one's minus 200. I'm also going with one unit on the last eliminated participant being the Usos at plus 140, just because they beat them on SmackDown, and I could see them... I could actually see them opening the show, opening the Elimination Chamber, and lasting all the way till the end. And my final bet is based on the fact that Dave Meltzer loves the Elimination Chamber matches. His star ratings for these are always high, no matter who's in them. I'm going to do one unit on over three and a half stars at minus 125. Okay, going big on this one. For me, I just don't think this match matters at all. Like, I could see any of these teams winning uh, because it doesn't matter. It's the tag team titles. They'll switch them on SmackDown if they want to. Uh, The only bet that I see worth making is champions retain, yes or no. You can bet no at plus 140. So I'm going to bet that for one unit. I mean, there's just too many good teams in this match that could win to set up more things down the road. So I'm going to go against Miz and Morrison retaining. Plus 140. Basically, I'm betting the field. Okay, finally, we have the uh, least interesting match of the night, perhaps. We have the winner of this match is going to face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler is minus 2,000 to win this match. We'll also have Asuka at plus 550, Ruby Riot plus 2,000, Liv Morgan plus 2500 natalia plus 2500 and the deer killing machine sarah logan at plus 5000 it's always funny with matches like this when you look at it from a betting perspective because everyone else is so tempting odds wise that just want to bet them you know you want to justify betting against Shayna baszler but there's just no way yeah wwe could change it we saw them change the women's royal rumble at the last minute and have charlotte win so they could completely change it here it's just i can't imagine betting against Shayna baszler here the only uh, this is another one with a lot of prop bets and that's the only prop bet i'm going to do i'm going to bet Shayna baszler to stay longest in the match over asuka one unit on that one. The thing here is, if this was NXT, I wouldn't bet that because they love to do their matches. But the way WWE do it, Shayna Baszler comes out. She's the first participant out of the pod, and she just goes to town on everyone. So I'm going to do Shayna Baszler to stay longer than Asuka. One unit. Uh, I am going to be not betting on this match. Uh, Shayna Baszler is definitely going to win. Three and a half stars with some of the people who are in this match is... Too big of a risk for me. Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Somebody wants to see it. Let's let's get there. So that's it for our WWE Elimination Chamber picks. Do you want to give us your official picks for this one? Sure. I have one unit on AJ Styles to win. One unit completely thrown away on Nakamura, Cesaro, and Saint to win. One unit on Carrillo to win. One unit on Baszler to stay longest in match over Asuka. My final bet is... Three separate bets on tag match where it's Miz and Morrison retaining, last eliminated participant being the Usos, and over three and a half stars. Don't let me down, Dave. Okay, I took AJ Styles. I also took the team of Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn. I took Andrade to retain his United States Championship, and I took the champions to lose the titles at plus 140. 
Uh, we'll be back in about two weeks here with a little WrestleMania preview show, going over some historical odds, some prop bets that you can bet right now, and a little early preview of the show. And then we'll be back again after that for our official WrestleMania tips. So you got that to look forward to. You can also check out our website at betwrestlingpodcast.com where you can see all the latest odds as well as where to actually bet pro wrestling. And then if you click our banners, you can get a bonus for signing up. So check that out. I'm Vintown. This has been The Scotsman. Thanks for listening, everybody. I know we get a bonus for signing up at the sportsbooks. I wish they would give me a bloody bonus just to watch Elimination Chamber. God, this is going to be horrible.